The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. I'm half a man. There's Brady. He's two men. There's Brett. He's all man. And there's Toledo. Looking for a man. Hey. How's everybody doing? Uh, We're all back in our places and ready to do whatever it is this thing is. We call it the morning sickness and we're ready to go uh, post-surgery. Uh, Brady off and flying to see family. Brett off to see uh, family he never knew. Hey, you know, how you doing? You know, Nile Rogers and him. You had a pretty good. That was a pretty nice <laughs> oh, little run. Brett's telling amazing. us about whilst I was in a hospital bed and Brady was in family turmoil. Brett's dancing next, next to a hospital, having the time of his life up there with Nile Rogers and, and Travolta. Geez. Yeah, then Duran Duran up there in Utah of all places. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, it was an amazing show. Touched yeah. by Simon Lebon. <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. Since I saw them in September, and I had no idea Nile Rodgers would be a show that I'd put in the top five of all shows I'd ever seen. 100%. 100%. And and I'd go right now. Oh, yeah. If he said, hey, I'm putting on a show at 6 a.m., we'd leave. Cancel the show. Yeah, it's a best of. It is one of the most outstanding musical endeavors I've ever watched. It was so good. And the further away I get from it, the more I liked it. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like the more my brain made it great. The hits that he has. Oh. I mean, not even just his own, just, you know, yeah. for Bowie and Madonna and everything, Beyonce. You forget. Daft Punk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bowie stuff and all that. Just one after another. You're like, man, I didn't know this dude, like, formed my entire childhood musically. Yeah. He was part of almost all of it. It's incredible. And then he performs it. With a band that you can't, that can't be beat. It's the greatest studio musicians of all time. No tracks. Yeah, no, you saw. No tracks. You saw something special, man. That was, uh, lucky you. I, on the other hand, laid in a bed with half an arm cut off. And I am not built to be left-handed. That is for sure. Did you practice beforehand, though? You think you do. 
I did, sort no, of. No, I mean the real, you know, come oh, on. The, I'm not talking writing and stuff. The Who cares about that? Tugging. <laughs> I'll tell you. All right, he's right. Let's get right. Let's cut to the rat killing here. The tugging is a disaster. Oh. It is not happening. Uh, try to Because I like it. I like doing it. You all know that. Yeah. I like giving myself a tug. It's a good feeling. You sure. You get a nap in the afternoon. You don't want to have to worry about somebody else's pleasure. You just want to get it done for you. It's a selfish moment. It is. Honestly, it's like pulling taffy. It looks like somebody's trying to hurt me. That's It's too far. Like, my left hand doesn't know distance. It doesn't know when to stop. It doesn't know grip. It doesn't get anything. And I've done lefty toying around lefty, yeah. knowing that righty's available for the real. Nope. Couldn't. I just You just sit and pull, and it's like you're trying to get something off you. So it's no, it did not go well. The lefty practice well. makes perfect. I knew it was going to be bad because uh, the night of the surgery, I'm in the I'm in the hospital, and it went everything went incredibly well. Actually, scarily, like it's going too good. Like things are too good. Four days later, like last time, it was a week before I could feel good. I feel fine. I mean, my arm hurts, but big deal. It's like a, you kind of expect that when you get a bone replaced. So I'm, I'm kind of uh, you know skeptical that this can continue to be such a... I got to knock on something, because it's like it's going too well. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I decided to throw something. No, I've done that. I've actually picked something up, see what I can do. I can't get my arm up over my head, but I'm, I'm way ahead of where I thought, where I was last time. I was ahead of the game last time. So uh, I knew it was bad news, though, as far as being a lefty. Uh, Friday night, or Friday get the surgery. Friday night, I'm laying in the hospital bed. They keep you overnight. And uh, they give you options. I'm bored. I, you know, I'm kind of sleepy. I've got the pills going. I'm keeping ahead of. You know, I'm on heroin. So I'm laying there and I'm feeling all right. And the lady comes in. She goes, "Do you want anything?" It's like ten o'clock. She goes, "We got to do a blood draw at three. She goes, "I'll come and wake you." But I'm like, ugh. I'm like, I want something. I want a treat for just hearing that. She goes, "We've got ice cream." I'm like, "Get me some ice cream." That sounds fine. So she brings me two tiny cups of vanilla ice cream. I don't have use at all at that point in my right arm. It's paralyzed from the nerve block. They put a nerve block in. If you've ever had that, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you don't. It, it, the only thing to compare it to is paralysis. You've been paralyzed. There is mind and arm cannot communicate. There is no movement. Completely different from the uh, your arm falls asleep when you're it's asleep. A, and there's that. It feels like it's asleep the whole time. But you know how your arm will, you can move it and you can, you cannot move at all a finger. You can't do wow. anything. You can grip maybe a little, but it's, it's, uh, it's waking up from a coma movement. Ugh. So it's awful. So it's weird too. Cause you're like, man, this is so strange. You can't feel a thing from your neck. And, and then what it is, is a, a needle that goes directly into the base of your, your neck at your shoulder. And that you have to be awake for it. And I then forget what movie it is where the person's just laying there trying to move. They they got a shot. Oh, it's that. Whatever's in that. And then they, so they ultrasound it and the needle goes in. You can watch the whole thing and it goes right next to your carotid and just leaks this goo out all over. And it, it you're paralyzed. So I'm, I can't move my right arm. I can't use it at all. So I get this ice cream. I challenge all of you with your offhand to eat a tiny cup of frozen ice cream with one hand. It, you cannot do it. You will push that thing. Yeah. You can't you hold it. With your, you it. can't stabilize it. So we couldn't do anything. Try to put it between my knees and the bed, flipped it down around the bed, and, fl- and, and I, it's the most frustrated I've ever been in my life. And I'm giggling the whole time, but I'm so high. 
Like, I'm just flying. <laughs> so it's funny and it's frustrating. I can't get to this. I'm licking it like a puppuccino. Yeah, like you I'm, pick it up and I go do to the town. best I can to get to where my nose is just now. I'm covered in ice cream. My face looks like a porn star. I'm coated in but vanilla ice cream. it tastes so good. But it was worth it because it was cold. So I can get the spoon in there after it melts a little and just kind of sort of get a little and go. And, and while I'm doing this, and I'm high, gone high. And I can barely talk, and everything's coming out like, how you doing? Like I'm John Waite. So I'm, I'm chowing down on this as best I can, and I hear a guy down the hall. Oh, God. Oh, help me. Someone, please. And you stop for a second, like, wow. Oh, God, please help me. Someone, help me. And all I could think was, that guy got ice cream, too. Because <laughs> all I, it was the single most I would have rather so frustrated. I would, yeah, I would have rather been thrown on the floor. I was close to screaming for help. It was horrible, horrible. So yeah, everything I've done being a right-handed person, like this mouse, this is a nightmare. This thing typing, nightmare. But now I have my I can move my hand again. But it was the weirdest thing in the world. Being paralyzed to all you paralyzed listeners out there. Hey, real tip of the cap. I know you can't do it, but we'll tip of the cap. We'll, we'll take your hat off and put it back on you. Tip of the cap to the paralyzed. Holy smokes. It is. You go into it um, thinking, okay, I won't have use of that, but you don't realize it until no. it's there. Like oh, when you I, break your you – know, if you've broken an arm oh, yeah. before in the opposite. But the difference with that is at least they cast it and you can move it. If they if they incapacitate – like when your arm is not of use. like yeah. And there's a difference between like, oh, I can feel it. When you can't feel it, it's gone. It's been cut off gone you you are fully reliant on your other arm I, I honestly if they if they told me that was forever i would have killed myself i would have just missed i'd have shot the left hand would have shot somebody else uh, there's no way i could have hit my own head it's crazy so yeah the the there, no possible way i'd survive that if you told me I, if i woke up from an accident and my right arm was gone i'd be like well whenever i'm on my own here i'm not going to be alive anymore because there's no possible way i'm going to learn this hand is too dumb this left arm is just too dumb to get through life. There's just impossible. Impossible. And I know I'll get some amputee that'll email it. I get my arm removed. Yeah, but you're stronger than me. That's it. We'll just put it that way. You're mentally stronger than me. I'm a mental child. I would never try hard enough to make it through that for more than four days. That wouldn't would have it. the patience. No, I wouldn't have day one. I'd be like, it's not worth it. Walking around with one arm trying to make the Nope, not going to do it. And after the tugging incident... I tried it in a bed. I tried it in the couch. I tried it in the shower. That almost, I almost killed myself. Just give it an overhand, the overhand right, you know, the, the, the it's, yeah, nothing. Underneath, the sideways, the turn. This hand is useless. It's completely useless. But I'm going to have to jump in the pool and try to use the jets again, like back in high school or something. <laughs> I'm not allowed to get this wet. I didn't even think of that, damn it. They, they, Saran wrap. they had, I've Let's got go. stuff all over it, too. It could have just stood up tall yeah. enough. The jets in my hot tub are too low. I'd had a, it would have been uncomfortable. Shoulder up, left hand down. Snorkel. It'd have been more comfortable to do it than not do it. Would have needed another hand holding it up against the wall. That's what Megan's for. Yeah, but if she's there, just start tugging. Well, there, there you go, right there. Where's the problem? That's an option. But sometimes you just want to do it without somebody else needing to be there. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, look, this is for me. Convenience. Yeah. There's a convenience factor. There's a timing. Are you going to be uh, self-conscious? Are you going to be annoyed? I'm not interested. Frankly, I'm not interested. You get to a certain <laughs> okay. age where you're like, this one's for me. <laughs> I don't need you in the room right now. You're All you're going to do is muck up the works and add 
you know, detail, talking. And yeah, stuff. And there's chatting and there's breathing and I got to touch this and my fingers got to go here. I, look, this I know how this operation works and it's quick and it's efficient. All I need is a towel in a couple of minutes, normally. Now I've got this retarded murderer on my left side that's just pulling constantly to try to rip it off. It's not right. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Holmberg's morning sickness. And then, of course, I got to the binging because I don't binge well, but I had to. What'd you binge? You got to get on this. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. It is... It is the it is it's the weirdest thing I've ever watched. So we we've talked about this story a couple of times. Never really dove in, but it's that little tiny. She's got some disease. She looks like a little person, but she's got something more than being a little person. And she gets adopted by this family in Indiana. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and they're fine. They've got money. They're doing all right. It's like hits the jack normally jackpot for some unloved orphan. Dad's got a Lamborghini. They're doing all right. They have a nice little house. Doing good for themselves. Unfortunately, they have to live in Indiana, but they're living in a nice part if there is such a thing. And this little uh, person comes waddling up to their house. They get her, Ukrainian baby, and they get her. She's about six, waddling around the place. First day she's there. First day. The mom takes her to, all right, we'll show you the bathroom. Get you a bath real quick. Let's. Kid drops her clothes. Loaded in pubes, just covered top to like pubes, like pubes everywhere for six. Wow. Six year old pube covered Ooh. kid. And the lady goes, Hey, uh, honey, come on up here. And she goes, Look at my new kids covered in pubes. And they don't like, they're like, Well, they go on the internet, like, What's the earliest a kid can have pubes? Like, eight is pushing it pretty hard, or six is not a thing. Well, maybe she's just different because of her disease. So they let this, so then. Like, she's having periods, and she's doing all sorts of adult stuff. She's talking about Still not sex. putting two and two together? And they, like, the fight, I kicked her square in that hairy little right the first day. I'm like, you're outlier. You, this is, you're, you're 30. So she's, she's, you know, and then, so they, they do everything they can. Wake up at the end of the, in the middle of the night. She stands at the end of the bed with a knife. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Like, Jesus. all right. Kick her, kick her, kick her square in the hairy and get her out of there. All And she's 2 feet 11, 45 pounds. Tries to pull the mom into an electric fence at one point. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, 
how long do you, how how much guilt do you feel I'm about keeping that? Yeah, one. you that gotta, is that's awesome. A, that's a ninety day money back guarantee because of the first day pubes, right? You see pubes on a six year old you adopted. Lemon law has to kick in oh, for yeah. kids too, right? And no one from the adoption agency did a comb over. So they try. No, nice, no nice. like I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to brush those, but. They, <laughs> But, like, Brad, if you had a car and I brought it to you, and I'm like, hey, I got this sweet ride off this old lady. It's got 6,000 miles on it. And you're like, oh, it's loaded with sawdust. It's the old trick to keep an engine yeah. from sounding bad until it where I could give that back or sue somebody. You could do that with a pubed kid. You can, a pubed six year old, that's a that's lie. A, that's like, a, you immediately you can it's return a, that that's merchandise. That's a returnable get, uh, thing. That Walmart would have taken her back, no questions asked. So they keep her. And she starts, like, wanting to murder everybody, and then she starts threatening people, and she's crazy. So they, they do this thing where, like, she's not six, and they start looking into it. Go to this place, and the, they, they re-age her, because they'll do that every, every once in a while with foreign adoptions. Like a tree? They, yeah. They looked at her, and then... How many rings? So the state of Indiana's like, she's at least 22. Write it down. So they get documentation that she's 22. Now, I'm giving you the bare bones of this documentary. Yeah. Because it gets weird. So this is true. This is a true story. It based really on true story. Oh my god! And they got videos and people talking and and what her year was it? Uh, just pretty no, current. It just, or just, it? just the last of the uh, the last case was thrown out in March. Wow. They didn't even have like the ending yet, like that. And she was on Doctor Phil, the little one, the Natalia. She was on Doctor Phil talking about like. Her, so her parents just basically are like at a certain point, like, hey, we can't get rid of her, but she's twenty two, so. Get an apartment. Throw her out. Let's get the hell out of here. And they did. And then so they blamed them for neglect of a child. Because it turns out she might actually have been six. Like there was oh, a... Jesus. <laughs> so then they put her in this apartment and she's just kind of living life on her own at six. All the neighbors hate her. She uh, The best part, my favorite... Little people always make me laugh. I don't care how sad the story might be. My favorite part was she. every neighbor started to be like, I hated her. Like we could I just hated her. She was annoying. She didn't have any boundaries. She'd walk right into your house and go in the fridge. She's a kid. Like, she might have been eight or nine at this time. So uh, she'd hide in the bushes for the landscapers because she's two feet 11. And, the, and they show landscapers, like, like doing this thing. And then, ha comes out of there like, Jesus, I just meal. <laughs> garden and gnome. Yeah, and they'd start running out of yeah, Like a garden gnome just came out and goes, hello, boys. <laughs> it would have been like it. It is the – and then – the final episode they introduced the 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 crazy part to me was the uh the mom <laughs> the real oh, parents the, oh, no the, like it, then it gets weird cuz there's a uh a local celebrity country singing midget that was part of an affair that, it's what? just yeah oh yeah and it's a it's a curveball you don't see coming indiana yeah it's indiana but he's wow. like he's just he <laughs> he was it's just weird and then I watched the Jared from Subway documentary, too, which yeah. I didn't realize what a monster that dude actually was, which makes me laugh because, oh, he was a monster. Oh, no, I watched six, yeah. seven years old. Like, he was into those Ooh. and trying to get some lady to, uh, like, like, a lady he was having relations with, sort of, in a weird way, but she was setting him up. Like, which one of your kids do you want to see naked? Like, the weirdest. And she is on the? tape. Jared, oh. was, Jared was a monster. But yeah, this this Natalia Grace thing, it is I don't like binging anything. And maybe it was the fact that I was, you know, kind of incapable of doing stuff. But I sat and watched all six hours of that thing over the weekend and it was just it's crazy. The ending's a little Oh, and then the dad. 
who starts off looking a little bit like uh, kind of a wide-eyed, fat Russell Brand and ends in the worst condition Tom Sizemore ever saw. <laughs> like, he just turns into this just basket case. Uh, it, there's just so much. And then at one point, there's a hillbilly with his shirt off and his hiatal hernia is sticking out of his belly button. And, I mean, it is brutally sticking out. And he's shirtless. And all I could think was that they're like, hey, do you want to be part of this documentary? Sure, why not? Do you want to go put a shirt on, cover up that high, uh, hernia? Nope, no need for that. Just go ahead and start the filming. <laughs> I'm good. And they put him up against what I assume is the window he was about to peep into. And it's the weirdest thing. It's, it was one of the strangest documentaries I've ever watched that I wish it had a better end, but you can't end. You can, there's no satisfactory ending to this. There's, everybody's still alive. No one's in jail. No one still knows how old this little kid is. If she, because she's biologically, she says I'm 19, but the state thinks I'm 33. She says that right now. And like, yeah, so it's like, you know, where did she originally come from? Ukraine. And they found her mom. And they they DNA test the mom. They're like, it's a match. And her mom's like, she was born in 2003. And she's like, that makes all this legit. Then she was seven when they got her, and they gave her up. And she was like 10 or 11. Put her in an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana, in some terrible section in the second story. She couldn't even climb stairs. It's crazy. And I'm not, honestly, I've told you a lot. I'm not giving much away. Jesus. Yeah. You, you got to watch. Just be like, you got to be kidding me. It is crazy. But if you adopt a kid and it's got pubes, or you got questions. You're going to have some questions day one. Is this right? Does this fit? You know, every time you buy a car and you put it in the garage. You're like, have I made the right choice? You got 30. Even the state allows you like 30 days to change your mind. I think it's 10 now. But you have that 10-day like, ah, I changed my mind. Chevy gave you the, just keep it overnight and tell us what you think. Remember that before you buy it? Yeah. Like they had a policy there for a little while where you could do that. You should be able to at least, you know, rent to own for a minute with the adopted kid. You shouldn't have to like commit so quickly, right? I'm just surprised that they wouldn't say, oh, by the way, She's very mature for her age. <laughs> they didn't you tell know, like anything about the pubes. And the bath, or, you know, like if she's seven years old, she's going to yeah. school. I guess that's young enough. I was saying the first time, like if she was in middle school or something. Yeah. Sure. Different. You might have, you know, might have an eight-year-old has some but bad government cheese. But you generally go uh, to the doctor to sure. check them out, the family doctor. A used car you would take to a mechanic yeah. and go, what do you think? A used kid. You take that to a doctor and you go, hey, let's take a gander at this even, thing. I mean, even after the adoption, you're like, here's our doctor. We're going right. in. Well, the doctor. Like, whether it's a physical or, you know. To- so the, the doctor, one of the doctors wasn't sure that the mom wasn't faking the periods to drive the dad insane. Because it turns out the mom was flat insane the entire time. It, it, it takes so many twists. It's worth it. It's worth the watch because it's so absurd. And then it just makes you realize, I'm not so sure this world has anything for me. I, I don't know if this place offers me enough to want to stick around this. This is somewhere out here. Jeez. And it would make me, like, I don't know if you're in the market for adoption. Like, you know, one of our guys here at the building is adopted. And uh, I know he's 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 big on it. Like, he's done it himself with a couple of kids at home and everything else. This would turn you off to the whole thing, even if you're, you know, touched by adoption. Like, now. Not worth it. The second that little midget's at the end of the bed with a knife, I got Pennywise in the house. Are you kidding me? Forget it. And and I, and I don't know how you don't just kick it. You know, it's two eleven. It's trying to drag you into an electric fence. That thing's going through the uprights. I'm putting one right through the. I mean, it is going to be Rolf Benerska, end over end, right through the yellows. We're putting three on the board because no forty five pound, two foot eleven thing.
And they try to say, well, she was so strong because she was using her hands all the time. And she'd pull my wife over to that electric fence at some cow milking facility in Indiana. I'm like, this is too much. I, I got to shut this off. But I couldn't. I watched all of it. It's worth it. How many episodes? I think it's like seven. Okay. It does have. Jeez, that's milking it. It, it pushes <laughs> it. Well, because then it gets into, it gets into a trial. Like you don't know is going to happen. So then like a trial comes up of whether or not these people abandon their child or if it was. And the trial is just absolute, complete horse. It's all. It's ridiculous. Because the trial's like, all right, here's six truths that cannot be mentioned in the courtroom that would change everything. It's like you just can't bring this up. The state says she was 22. So we know for a fact she wasn't. But the state's so that's the current on record right now. So we can't mention that she may or may not be. She is twenty two. We have to, and she gets on the stand. She goes, "Yeah, I'm twenty two, because she has to. It would change everything." She's like, "I was nine when they did this." Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. But you know, take Kirby and put her in an apartment right now. Yeah. She'd be a complete failure, a catastrophe. Be a little messy. A little messy. She'd be done. Like, and she's functional. She's not two eleven, forty five pounds with block shoes. And but she, uh, the fact that she would go to, she went to an insane asylum for a little while, and they kicked her out because they didn't know what to do because she was so graphically sexual. <laughs> no one knows where that came from. She said she was a prostitute. It was. It's. It's worth it. It's like a typical Indiana love story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, I lived in Indiana. This this could have been in on my street. I think that's why it hit me so hard. It's like, wow. This, that's I, my neighborhood. I was real damn close to growing up by this. In fact, this was near me. I'm positive of it. We had that handicapped class at I think Oak about Prairie. all the foster kids that we had, if any of them were, you know, I think we knew the background pretty good. But No, I don't think you did. I think, if anything, you think you did. But that's how come you had all the issues, the the glue sniffer on the roof and the they girl knew who that going into came it, and went and the that pregnancy. was a helping out. We could help them out. <laughs> you know, that's my parents <laughs> thinking that. Right. Mary Jane was seven years the longest. Right. And uh, but her my parents wanted to adopt her, but her oh. biological parents said no, and they are yeah. a complete mess. The last parents that gave up on the little one, on Natalia Grace. Uh, said no contact like do not contact us they were giving her back they did the pubes no way give back yeah made a mistake though because inside one of her book bags was their name and address in one of the little kids chucky came back and so the dad finds that like oh so he contacts them and they're like if you call us i swear to god if that little thing comes anywhere near us we'll kill it <laughs> it is it's insanity and it's so like uh opposite of a normal life and then you realize this poor and they start feeling bad for the dad who's flat insane after a while you're like well this would drive anybody nuts this would make any his life yeah. is now in turmoil and on trial over a decade of just trying to get rid of it i mean basically what he was doing was what people have done with unwanted pets for years would put it out in the forest and hope it's okay and it's never a good idea you're doing that just to basically out of sight out of mind and they throw it in a two-story apartment and it's pretty awesome so yeah the curious case of natalia grace it is uh 
you know, well, you got nothing going on this summer. You got a couple hours to kill on the weekend or an hour a night for a few days. This week. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, this week. I think I might have sold it to a couple of folks. That sixth episode when they introduced the, and they, and the, this ladies' man song starts playing, and then you, then this little dude hops out, and you're like, oh my, what? Another one? And it turns out he's, comes from the same guy, the same adoption agency. No, he's not. A, he I'm starts saying, what bragging about his dick. <laughs> like that's the first, in the beginning of the interview, he starts bragging about how how big he is. Is this the sequel or what? No, you're I, already setting it up. Well, that's when you're like, what? Are, what am I watching? What happened to the? Because for like two episodes, the original girl isn't even like mentioned anymore. Suddenly, it's about her parents and this country singing little person that's banging the mom. You're like in threesomes. This dude's killing oh, it. God. This dude's got a better life than Larry. <laughs> and evidently a bigger one. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, that was my uh, that was my dive into surgery time. Crazy. I'm trying to eat ice cream and just watch this stuff is impossible. You know who I felt most sorry for in watching that uh, Subway thing with Jared? was Subway. They'll never escape this. Yeah. They're as tied to this... As anybody, Jared from Subway is always what's going to be said when you bring up that horrific human being. I had no idea how bad that got. I thought it was some child porn on a computer. I didn't know he had spent a good portion of time just boning six-year-olds in Thailand. I had no idea he was doing that here. I thought it was, you know, a couple 15-year-old girls. Like in a, 16 or eh, 15, because that's what that lady, with the self-investigating lady. Because her kids were 10 and 11, and he was trying to get cameras set up in their rooms. He was, And he was trying to get her to have sex with the kids. Like, the, the audio tapes of, of Jared talking are nauseating. And it takes a lot to get me to go, okay, uh, this dude is a monster. Like, of the worst kind. Yeah, they were trying to... The worst kind. Like, the stuff he was talking about and doing, you, you didn't realize it. It's about as bad as it can get, as human behavior goes. It's, if, I mean, aside from just slaughtering people, this is uh, this might be worse. I think I'd rather get killed than what he did. But, yeah, it, that, that, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, can we at least start cutting Subway a break? Their sandwiches are fantastic. Nobody in there did anything wrong. They didn't know. Nobody knew. We had him in here. Jared popped in here. Yeah. I remember what a stickler he was for eating donuts. Like, he had rules. He would not eat donuts. He like, did, but he did. He took a bite. He took a bite, and he's like, look. So the rules were. Can't no, be up pictures. Can't have yeah. this. Can't bring it up. I'm like, eat the donut. Like, eat something other than Subway. And for, oh, no, no, no. Strict rules. Like, just he was a stickler for the rules, except for when it came to, uh, you know, age of consent. He had his own rules. He had his own rules when it came to love. It was, he was, and I think the only thing we thought was, eh, he's really super gay. Like, I think that's, we all kind of walked away with Jared being, well, he's super feminine. The wife's a beard. Uh, He's an awkward individual. He was an awkward man. And we got that from our 15, 20 minutes with him. And he was fine. But no one would have said, you know what, I've got a real bad feeling about, like evil. Like, he's pure evil. He played that off beautifully. He blended in gloriously. Because you didn't think, none of us sat and thought Jared was evil. We just thought, "Mm, he's a little awkward. He's an awkward fat kid who got skinny, and then the world attacked him with attention. And he probably had some, uh, you know, quirks. That was about it. No one saw. Well, you know, they... 
they kind of classified it a little bit uh, similar to if Michael Jackson had that syndrome, that his childhood was yeah. robbed from being bullied or whatever. And so there's I where suppose. that it's like now I can be the man. But there is some of that, that the, you know. But I think Michael Jackson's like arrested development made him a child. Jared was a pedophile who was attracted to kids. And was ostracized kind of when he was younger a little bit. He just related to kids because they were like the last time someone was probably nice to him. Well, now you're a celebrity. Right. But he the difference was he was attracted to children. Like Michael Jackson was just a mental basket case. This dude was together. Michael didn't blend. Michael didn't blend in with society. He wasn't one of those guys that could just mix in and do his crime. No, he's always, well, something was crazy about him. A young age. Jared knew. Keep this down. Like, you you see, you hear the tapes and stuff, and he's like, yeah, someday maybe that law will change. But, you know, going to Thailand, it's the best. You just need to order them up at five, six years old, and just the things they'll do. And then the lady's, like, setting him up, asking him, what's the best thing that you've ever had? Oh, the six-year-old Thai boy. It was awesome. He's like, have you ever had something so pure and so innocent? And the lady on the other line's got to play like she's in on it. And she's just trying to set him up. It's it's pure evil. Like, I wouldn't look at Michael Jackson as pure evil. I think he was just a very effed up person. Jared is from the heart of evil. It is creepy. Those uh, those tapes are... You got to watch all this. Go, go get an operation, guys. It's the best thing that'll ever happen to you. You get chopped up and you get two days on the couch all high and incapable of moving about. Uh, we had two people actually ask what the uh, document, the first one was, the Indiana yeah. Girl again. What's it's the name called, of it? It's uh, called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Okay. On Netflix or? Uh, I think it's HBO. Okay. It's on Max. So, yeah, it's uh, it's worth your time from the pure goofy standpoint. It, it bogs down a little at one point because you start getting away from the little people. And that's my deal. I want to see little people and hillbillies. You, you promise me that I need that all. The, I, lead, I need at least five minutes of it per episode. It gets lost in a little bit of a trial. The trial's interesting, but it's not as interesting as this little midget jumping out of bushes at landscapers and trying to have sex with people. (laughs) That I'm interested. That holds me. Anyway, so it's, uh, you know, crazy. Anyway, we'll get a full Monday and Tuesday show in today since uh, I was negligent in my duties and skipped a day of work. So Monday, Tuesday. Is happening today. Plus at eight o'clock, I think we got another word for you. I think we're still doing that deal. Well, we're going to qualify you for that man cave. How great is that deal? It's coming up here, not this Friday, but next, and we'll give that man cave away from Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. In the meantime, you give us a wake up song five eight five ninety eight hundred, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.